Hi, and welcome to Cardio Talk with Dean and Fernando. This is episode one of our new podcast. This podcast is going to be geared around answering your questions from YouTube, Facebook, Instagram, all the places we get questions from from you guys. So how you doing, Fernando? I'm good. Yeah? How are you? I couldn't be better. This is pretty exciting. I've wanted to do this since we started doing YouTube videos or Facebook videos, as it were, mm-hmm. many, many years ago. So this is going to allow us to do a couple different things for you guys. This is going to allow us to answer more of the questions that we get in from the more of the questions we get from you guys that we just don't have time to get through throughout the week because this is still a full-time job for us, the actual working at Five Star Car Stereo. Correct. Uh, It's just the two of us installers back here, as you guys know from watching the videos. And if you haven't seen the videos, head over to YouTube and check out Five Star Car Stereo. There we have a ton of videos. Right now, one of the most popular playlists definitely have to be from the install bay. Yes. And that was your idea, wasn't it? Well, uh, yes, yes. Don't be modest. Go ahead and no, take the yeah, credit. No, I definitely want to show to people like what actually we do. And, um, and you come out with all the... Yeah, I mean, I come with the cameras. I yes. get that. But, I mean, you know, I, I didn't want to do it. I, right. I, I fought it for a long time. I mean, we were doing reviews and unboxings. And and that was the plan. That was always the plan. Yes. And then we decided to, you know, step up a little bit. And that turned and into from the install bay. Yes. Uh, and those were little snippets of how-tos. And a lot of those are still popular. And mm-hmm. I kind of miss doing those. Yes. No, definitely. They are fun. And... Uh, I like I like yeah because they're just one offs. We should yes. probably get back to doing some of those, you know. Yeah. But all right, so the plan is to answer, like I said, a bunch of the questions, do a little bit of talking, and you know, please excuse. This is episode one, so there's going to be some mistakes, some growing pains. We've never done this before. Uh, we do live shows, which are yes. great. And there again, if you guys have never heard the live show, we have the Facebook live show. We do every Monday night, 6.30 Eastern Standard Time. And then we do a YouTube live show every Saturday night. It's usually between 6 and 6.30 Eastern Standard Time. Yes. So for those of you that are new to this show, just found us on, you know, your podcasting service. Yeah. All right. So let's start with a couple questions. Then we'll talk a little bit more. Uh, change the subject. Go around and have you got a question ready? I have a question, uh, and it's always like debating um, what radio is good, like Kenwood Pioneer, Alpine. Uh, for me, it's about what features do you looking for? And also, we have a video for that. We do have a video for that yes. about what sh- how to choose a radio. Yes, correct. Um, features are important. I mean, the quality of the radio is definitely. When, when you're looking at those three brands, which, in my opinion, I'm sure you'll agree with me on this, mm-hmm. those those are the three best brands out on the yes, market. Yes, correct. And that's not to take anything away. I also would include Sony in that because the new Sony 100 and 200 are really nice radios, really well built. Um, and we sell those as well. So, correct, yes. Um, well, at least we sell the 100. Yeah. Um, well, we have it. Yes. We have it. And... Uh, you know, it comes down to features. And, and it's good that I mentioned the Sony because, like, the Sony is a 6.4 inch and it has a volume knob. A lot of people want volume knobs. Right. Kenwood has the 6904, mm-hmm. uh, which has a volume knob. People like volume knobs, or at least yeah. it used to have a volume knob. 
Um, maybe that was the six sixty nine oh three. Yes. Um, and then they have the three ninety five, the three ninety four. Those all have volume knobs. So if you're into a volume knob, Kenwood and Sony both offer that, depending on the features you're looking at. Yes. Now, if you need Android Auto or Apple CarPlay, or if you just want straight up Bluetooth, so. Anytime you're going to buy a car stereo, it's it's put the feature list that you want together, whether Not you need or nap, and yes. then kind of go find it. Yeah. And, and it's funny you should mention that. That brings us into one of the questions I had, and that was, could you guys do a video talking about detachable face video head units? Okay. And that's a very specific um, radio because there's only really one. Yes. And that's from Pioneer. And if you actually fan for Pioneer, uh, you know the 4200. Or the uh, 4000 40, series. Correct. 4000 series, 4100, 42. Also now 40, 4201. And the 8505, which was before that. Yes. And if you're in uh, Europe or something like that, these models are all just going to have a 50 in it. Mm -hmm. uh, so it'll be like a 40. 4150 or something along those lines. Mm -hmm. um, we don't have those models here. Mm -hmm. Actually, I don't even think they have the NEX. It's not even. A, it's an 85 series yes. or an 86 or an 87. Because we only went up to. What did you have? You had the 80. I have the 88. Was it? No, it's like an 84. Yes, the 8400. Yeah. 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 And so. that was a replacement. No, actually, um, the 4000, that was the. Yeah. And those yes. were de that was the detachable face platform Correct. that they carried over <clears throat> into the 4000. Mm -hmm. In Europe, they, they kept that eight number in there. Yes. Um, yeah. It's like, yeah. So, anyways, that's really the only, like, detachable face currently available. From Pioneer. Um, from, well, yeah, because Alpine doesn't make one, Kenwood yeah. doesn't make one, Sony doesn't make one. JVC used to make them, mm -hmm. but I think when it became the JVC Kenwood Corporation, that kind of went away. So yes. there are some older JVCs they, they, that you can find that's that have detachable, detachable face. face. Yes, um, and then of course there is the companies like uh, the oddball companies that make like eight inch and ten inch. Oh yes, tablet style radios Correct. where that whole face comes yes. off, but not exactly the best in sound quality. All right, I have another question. It says I have a. DDX 393, and every now and then I'll get miswiring DC offset error. I took it to the shop who installed it, and they don't know. Do you have any ideas what this might be? And thanks. Well, for those who don't know, the DDX 393 is a Kenwood, and all Kenwoods um, do the same thing if a speaker wire is getting shorted out. Yes, they go in protection. And they say, miswiring on the face of the radio. Yes. Now, each manufacturer does something different. Pioneer, the audio just shuts off. Correct. And the nice thing about a Pioneer, not to take away from this Kenwood, but usually what you can do is reset a Pioneer, and then you want to be extremely quiet, and when you turn the car on and that powers up, you'll hear a ticking sound. Like a, a small pop. In the speaker that is bad. And then you can go pull that speaker out or check the wiring on that. That's that's one of yes. those telltale signs that the speaker is shorting out. But what's happening is just that. The speaker is shorting out, or not necessarily the speaker. Uh, something between the radio and the end result, which is the speaker, is shorting out. And it could be something as simple as, let's say, the basket. It could be a terminal. It could be a wire got pinched. Now, a lot of the times, and I had this happen to me years ago, 
um, we were doing, this is why we cap off all the ends of the wires now, is I was doing a car and the Kenwood radio, and I just taped up all the wires into a bundle. You know, I cut them all short, taped them all up, yeah. and that was that, because we were doing an outboard amplifier. I didn't need the speaker wires off the radio. Yeah. I get a phone call... Uh, like an hour later, and keep in mind, I had installed hundreds of radios at this point. You know, there was never had a problem. Well, this one car, somehow, when I snipped those wires, it didn't perfectly cut it flush, and the little tiny wire yeah. was arcing over to the Touching. one next to it. Yeah, yeah. Okay. and so it was coming up protect on the car, and I was like, holy crap. Yeah. So from that day forward, we've always capped off the wires, even if we're using them or not, to protect it. So what I would suggest che checking to see what's going on with that is take a digital multimeter, set it to continuity, and go behind the radio and check for continuity between the, sp oh, between the speaker wires and ground. Yes. Um, you know. Just put, one, just put one lead to the ground and the other lead to the uh, one of the speakers, each speaker, of course, and then you can keep checking. Uh, yeah. What speaker is gonna is gonna make that buzzing sound? Yeah. Yes. And then if if it's not that, the other thing that we've run into too, um, which James at Cardio Etc. had with that Rockford subwoofer, where the basket was shorted out to the voice coil, and we had that happen yes. in that um, suburban or Tahoe. I think it was a Tahoe. I think that was a Tahoe. And the yes. basket of the speaker was shorting out to the voice yes. coil, and it was a Hertz speaker. It was a it was a high energy. Yes. The high-energy voice coil was shorting out to the... The speaker still played. Yeah. Like, we couldn't figure out what was going on because everything sounded great. But there was just a little... Something was wrong with the gap, and that voice coil was shorted out to the basket of the speaker yeah. and was giving us grief. So right. we put it, we, fig we figured out what speaker it was by literally disconnecting every speaker off of the radio and playing, or the amplifier in this case, and playing one speaker at a time until we found out which one was shutting off the amplifier. Yeah, and, and actually when, when we find out what was for the speaker, it's like they screw the speaker, like they twist the basket. Yeah. So make sure if you screw the speaker. Um, they kind of taco the speaker. Yes, just like don't force it. the screws. Make sure it's go easy. Make sure uh, it's mounted flat. Yeah. Yeah. As In this case, this wasn't our install. We were just trying Correct. to figure it out for somebody. Um, and it was funny too because when we were holding the speaker, we, we unscrewed the speakers from the door and we couldn't get it to replicate the problem until we right. screwed the speakers back into the door. And it was like, son of a, yes, correct, crap. <laughs> yeah, it was it was pretty funny. Yeah. All right, next question. Okay, how many times did I take a picture of that? Hold on. All right, it's moving on here. Oh. <laughs> so yeah, like, like I say, just make sure you have. Um, you know, if you're gonna use speaker panels, uh, make sure this is flat and the speaker doesn't bend. Yeah. So you don't have any problems. In other words, don't use drywall screws. Correct. All right, next question. I'm trying to get phone mirroring on a 4800 BS, that's a Pioneer, having a hard time. I thought I could plug into the USB on the radio. I got an adapter to run it to the dash USB on my Silverado. Now, this is a question, phone mirroring is a question we get constantly. And we actually just did the video on the Pioneer uh, 201EX, uh -huh. how to screen share your phone using all the cables to do that. Um, that was 
we just put that up this past Monday. Um, and this is a, these are videos we do every year when we get new radios is how to do this. First things first, understand that the phone manufacturers are have Play stores where you can get content such as videos. So iTunes is for Apple, Google Play, and uh, Google Music, and all these video services like Amazon Video. These are all available on your phone. In order for that to happen, these phone manufacturers had to get deals in place that eliminated the analog output so that you couldn't just take your phone, plug it into some form of a recording device, and boom, magically record that content that you're not paying for. They didn't want to be, I mean, it's not like it's impossible to do, but they didn't want to be the reason for you to be able to do that. So Apple, Samsung, LG, they all have some form of output that needs to be converted into an HDMI. And that's the key, HDMI. HDMI is the copy protection format that all these phone manufacturers have just kind of agreed on. So in order to do that, you need something that's going to go from auxiliary to an HDMI. Now, each phone manufacturer is going to be different, and it's a headache, and we know this. We just had the customer today yes. uh, with the party cab Correct. that came over, and he was like, he was trying to get his uh, S7 to pair to a Miracast dongle. Yeah. Now that you um, mentioned that, that was a old customer. Of yours. Of mine, yes. Yeah, because yes. he, and, and dude, that install was a train yes, wreck. Yes, yes, oh yes. Oh, and they, yes. dude, they had two giant surfboard amplifiers hidden up under the seat running off of one four-gauge CCA wire. Wow. I was uh, like, um, you're going to want us to redo this. Yes. Uh, yeah. But anyways, now, which actually this is, the Mirrorcast dongle brings us to another question. Someone had asked, do I need to apply power through the Belkin Mirrorcast dongle? It has a USB in the side. Yes, it has to be powered. Okay. So anyways, he's trying to pair to this the Belkin Mirrorcast dial with his S yeah I'm sorry he had an S6 I said S7 he has an S6 okay but he was using a entry level phone service like a pay as you go okay well they disabled all that stuff in the phone so Mirrorcast was never going to work on that I was like it's not going to work and he and he was kind of bummed and he's like well what do I do and I'm like dude just go get like an S8 that has the new USB-C to HDMI adapter made by Samsung or god forbid you go buy an iPhone mm -hmm. and that way you can use the lightning to USB adapter because now that they're wired solutions they're it's way better oh yeah yes. totally better but that's the thing you can't just USB in for video now I will say like on the new NEX radios and the soon to be released Kenwood radios you can do things like YouTube now over yes. USB, yes, which is great, and I would use it for music, but video-wise, I don't know. It sucks. That's gonna be interesting. It's gonna be interesting to see because a lot of people actually want to mirror the phones on the radio. So if they have the ability to do video just to the USB, I mean. Well, yeah, but I mean that's just gonna be YouTube though. It's not yeah. gonna allow anything else. Um, but the funny part is, oh, actually, it will. It, okay, and that will also do video too. So, like, if you if you do non copy protected videos on your device, yeah, then you can watch those as well. Yeah. Um, so, like I say, it's gonna be interesting to watch uh, if they actually works. But the real that. question is, is let's look at that for a minute. Like we were talking about with Bill when, uh, when we were asking him about why Kenwood took the HDMI off of the higher end radios, and that was just because Kenwood didn't see a return on their investment. 
there wasn't enough people that were using it to justify putting it in the putting that expense they felt that they could use that money for something better, like the better screen that's coming out. I get it, and call me crazy, but uh, we have a You're lot crazy. of people. They <laughs> come over here and they say, "I want to mirror my phone into the radio." So, which I blow, yeah, I'm with you. It blows my mind yes. because by the time you buy the CAC3 AV, by the time you buy the iSimple Media Links, yeah. by the time you HDMI. buy an HDMI cable, by the time you buy whatever adapter you need for your phone, Apple, Samsung, you have a yes. 201EX that you're trying to hook up to. Correct. Those cables just cost you as much as your 201EX. Mm -hmm. I, I, okay. Mm -hmm. Yes. <laughs> and they're yes. doing it, but it's Correct. just, it blows my mind. Mm -hmm. All right. What do you got for me? I see you got um, a question queued up there. Yes. I have a just question. Give me one second. Nope. Um, a lot of people ask, about if you I can do a uh, multi cameras on the new pioneers like the thirteen thirty hundred NEX. Okay. So that will be So alright, so the AV the new NEX AVHs, they have two lines. They have a double zero line and a three zero line as the last two numbers in the model number. So for example, there's a twenty three hundred and a twenty three thirty. The double zero has a rear view camera only input that's on the radio. The 30s have the ability to make the video input into a front camera input so you can have front camera and rear camera. The 3300 is a double zero so it only has rear camera input. However, you can buy the pack audio piece yes. with the VCI 41 which is the multi-camera video switcher that they make that actually allows you to take any rear view camera mm -hmm. and turn it into a four camera switching system. So you can do front and you can do two others, side to sides, and they have independent triggers. So even though you won't be able to use the Pioneer's operating system to control the access to the front camera, mm -hmm. you can use a toggle switch or some form of integrated button to launch the um, front screen. Did I get the model yes. number right? Yes, uh, give me one second. You can just search from the top if you go scroll down here. Um, and uh, Let's we're, see. Uh, it's not there. Or just go here, hold on. Um, which is nice because you can do the, the mirror cameras that allow you to do um, turn signals. Yes. Uh, yes, that's the VS41. The VS41. Yes, okay. correct. I added the extra I. Yeah. And the C. So <laughs> they allow us to use four cameras. Yeah. Four yeah. cameras. So that's yes. the VS41, not mm -hmm. the VCI41. Yes, correct. Yeah, a uh, little off. Mm -hmm. All right. But yeah, so, th and the nice thing about that VS41 is that it will integrate into, like I said, anything that has a rear view camera input. Mm -hmm. You can also use it if you have a factory radio with a backup camera and you want to add in a front camera or anything else. Basically, it'll take any video input and turn it into a four-way splitter. Yes. Because it has an input for the backup camera, which will get hooked up to the reverse wire. So it's a pretty cool piece. So if you guys need multi-camera, check that piece out. Yes. All right. You got another one Let's queued up, or do you want to go question. to uh, what I got? Let me see what you got. Let me see what I got. All right. I have, hi, guys. Okay, nope, that was the, I already answered that. Uh -huh. My aux won't work. Or my USB, I have a Maestro RR, could that be the problem? Now this is referring to a Mustang Maestro kit, 
what's going on is that his aux and his USB don't work. And immediately I was like, I know the answer. Do you know the answer? <laughs> of course. You're shaking your head and laughing at me. So what happens is, is that these cars come with sync. Yes. And when you put in a maestro piece or you put in a pack piece or you put in a skosh piece or you put in a, a, a metra piece, sync screws it all up. In the case of the RR, uh, the RR is actually trying to retain sync, which you're not trying to do. You don't want sync. No. So the at the sync module is where the USB is located. It's not located. It's not going to port through the sync module into the USB on the radio. So what you have to do on the Mustang is you have to buy the USB GM1, which is the Pack Audio Universal USB adapter. Correct. You're going to go to the sync module. And you're going to plug unplug the US, the factory USB from the sync module and then plug that into the back of the radio. And that will then bypass the sync module's, module's USB into the radio. Yes. So then that will work the way it's supposed to. Yeah. Now, as far as the aux goes, what we typically do, and we've had videos where we show this, is that we just hardwire in the aux. Because mm -hmm. there again, the aux is going into the sync module. Yes. So if you're trying to do now, if you want to keep sync, then you can just get the you know flush mount USB panel and put a second USB in, and that way you can still use your sync and all that. But I've never retained sync. No, and I, people honestly they don't care. As soon as they change the radio, it's like no. Yeah, I mean I feel that most people are retaining the radio because sync is not what they want. That's mm -hmm. not to say sync is great, and there are people that like sync, just none of them come here. Correct. But yeah, that's what it is. Is you need to go to the the sync module and unplug the USB, and then buy the USB GM1 and plug it into the back of the radio. Mm -hmm. All right, what you got? Uh, okay, this is another question um, from my Dadalin, Actually, uh, let's see, 2010 Mitsubishi Outlander, right? Mm -hmm. uh, he he want to retain. Um, the steering wheel controls, but also he want to do like gauges and tire pressure and everything. So what we normally tell the people is like go to the website, uh, type, type the the information, the right information from your car, like year, model, what type of radio you want to do, and um, and see what web the website is gonna give you. Um, so. He actually told me that um, he got something great out. You know, some of the features that they have, they great out. I'm like, those features you're not gonna get. Yeah, it's kind of like a pioneer. If you don't hook yes. up an emergency brake, you're gonna he's get like, great out features. Correct. So he's like, oh, he was kind of bummed. You know, he's like, because I want those. Like, unfortunately for you, car they, they don't. They don't make those. Things. They don't make those things. So. Yeah, and that brings us to a good point. I mean, we, we talk about this a lot with these guys. It's like, you know, when you look at, like, Amp Pro, you look at, at AR, you look at RR, you look at RP4s, uh, you look at Access, you mm -hmm. look at Skosh. All these manufacturers are trying as fast as they can to come out with products that allow us to retain as much of the factory stuff as we can. iData is taking the approach and really running with it yes. by integrating into and allowing you to keep certain things that up until now were impossible, like being able to retain, like in, in that Mustang we were just talking about, that top screen mm -hmm. will display the channel that you're on from yes. your aftermarket radio. 
you can see all these things that we would never be able to do no, that. No. Um, and integrating an air conditioner. Correct. And in some of the Volkswagens, it allows you to retain the, 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 the screen in the gauge cluster. It allows you to port over to that. They're trying as hard as they yeah. can. It's a lot of work. The other thing they have to keep in mind is how many of those cars are they going to sell? How many Subaru Outlanders sell in the United States? Like compared Mitsubishi's, to like a, yes, uh, correct. I'm sorry, Mitsubishi. How many Mitsubishi Outlanders sell in the United States compared mm -hmm. to, let's say, an F-150? You know, are yeah. they going to put their money into an F-150 or are they going to put it into that? Correct. So a lot of those cars just get kind of kicked to the back burner unless they're super simple. Yes. Which they usually aren't. Yeah, and just keep in mind, you know, uh, they trying to, they, uh, it's not going to work in every car so make sure you go to the website type the right information from your car and whatever it is in the green dots that's what you get yeah um i have one here that was a comment left on one of the videos it says the dude on the left is standing on a boat and he was referring to me because i was rocking back and forth as i was talking because i don't like to stand still and if any of you guys ever caught the install diaries, you can see we move around quite a bit. And one of the reasons why we can produce as many shows as we do is because I'm I'm full of energy. So <laughs> yes. sometimes I rock yeah. back and forth when I'm when I'm doing stuff, and uh, apparently that irritated him. And I'm yeah. I'm sorry. I will try to stand still in the videos. Yes. All right. I have one other thing. Now, this was a good one. Let's talk about this for a minute. We put out a video called The Five Things That Drive Installers Crazy. And we took a lot of care on this one particular video because we wanted to make sure that we didn't really offend anybody. Correct. At the end of the day, that was not the goal. The goal was just as a life lesson or a PSA Yes. To for, for everything, not just necessarily car audio, uh, it, it, it mechanics, like I said in the video, mechanics, pool repairs, man, guy working in your attic. These are all things that just pertain to life. And anytime you ask someone to come work on anything you own, it's a good thing to it to, to understand and give them their space. Yeah, just keep in mind that. Yeah. Now, it was nothing to do with any of the customers. We have, I enjoy talking to customers. I've been right. doing this for 28 years now. Mm -hmm. So anytime I can talk to somebody other than you all day, Definitely. It's, it's a good change. <laughs> oh, yeah. Because, I mean, we spend six days a week. There's only so much oh, stuff yeah. we can talk about. Yes. So yeah. to have somebody that has an interesting story to tell us, it's, it's kind of nice sometimes. Yes. But this customer, this uh, customer, this viewer wrote, I think the toughest thing is finding the right installer. Also, you might think you're getting the great installer at the shop, but could be getting the rookie, which I have had a few vehicles in, and let me tell you. Now, that, that's important because, you know, like we preach on here, check the Instagram. Yes. Check the Facebook. Yes. Don't worry about YouTube because most of those videos, they don't exist, um, unless you're the real Maddie. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> no, I mean, just check your social media in general. You now, know? when you get to the store, yeah, ask for that guy. See, that's that's to me, that's the key right there. As soon as you get to that uh, shop, stereo car, whatever mechanic or whatever, you you have to talk to the people. You have yes. to ask those questions that you worry about your car or anything you want to talk, and. Uh, feel comfortable to ask those questions yeah i mean and it's your car yes you want to worry about that so ask those questions that you need to do and um and then you can um maybe you can feel more comfortable 
You know, and and, and there again, I had another comment on that, and the the guy, uh, the viewer was was saying, you know how, you know, observing or watching what the people are when they're working on your car, um, isn't a bad idea, and and I'm down with that. I mean, I I get that, you know, we're taking your car apart, we're putting it back together. And there are certain things that a lot of installers do get kind of nervous having people over their shoulder watching them. And, and some customers can just be, you know, they, they don't understand the boundaries of, you know. But I'm all for putting any customer that comes in as at ease as possible. We have a window, you know, so if they want to sit yeah. out in the air conditioning and watch us, we don't care. We just had that guy doing it tonight when yeah. we were working yeah, on his car. No yeah, If they need us to bring them into the bay so that they can feel more at ease to let us he do the stay for there for like, what, uh, 30 still, minutes straight? Yeah, yeah, he didn't move for 30 minutes because yeah. he was excited, though. Well, yeah. Huh? Well, yeah. But, you know, I, I have no problems bringing somebody into the bay, showing them what we're doing, put them on a bar stool and say, hey, you can watch all you want. Just, just sit there. And some of the customers that we have, have they do that you yeah. know they come over here they hey dean how you doing hey what's up fernando and they stay here yeah. and they watch you know and i mean doesn't bother we me. don't have nothing to hide you know right. that's what we do every day and right. what you guys do in the videos that's what we do yeah so but yeah i mean i agree with this guy you know you, you want to make sure you're getting the guy that you you think you're getting and mm -hmm. that's just a communication thing you know and I, I think that's important is communicating with the yes the company that you're going to work with build a rapport talk to the guys make sure you feel comfortable working with those people mm -hmm. i mean that's that's at the end of the day it's your baby yes. so make sure it's right and now it's funny they um that you say that um last week yeah the customer came and said i just want to test you guys if you actually Oh, yeah. You yeah, guys do right. the same work, the yeah. same word in the videos, you know. <laughs> I want to bring this car first, and if you actually do the same work that you guys do in the videos, I want to bring my expensive one. car. Yeah. You know? That was hilarious. And that was funny. That yeah. was funny because it's... Like, yeah, he thought yeah. That, that, you know, we were just all show and that, you know, and it was like, dude, we, we, we try to film almost everything we do. Correct. Um, but, yeah. So yeah, that was funny. I forgot about that. Yeah, I mean, you know, it's like I'm gonna, I'm gonna test you. You know, I'm gonna bring my car, see yeah. if you actually do it. Yeah, that was like, good. like in the videos, and yeah, that was that was funny. That was funny. All right, I have. Do you, you got a question, or you want me to go um, with mine? No, go ahead. Go All right, ahead. so this was a good one. It says, uh, I have, I, eh, I have a question for you guys. I recently put in an LC2i in my 2013 Honda Accord with an amp and an epicenter. It sounds good, but the problem is when I turn my car off, it makes a buzz sound pop really loud, and I was wondering what I can do to fix it. And thank you. Love your YouTube channel. Okay, sorry. I had to put the shameless plug at the end. <laughs> all right, so without knowing what kind of amplifier it is, which is weird because you give me all the information of how you integrated it, yep. but you didn't tell me what kind of amplifier you put in. And that's important because depending on the type of amplifier, some amplifiers pioneer mm -hmm. have a popping noise just built into them. when you turn off it you get a, a pop but i don't think that's the noise he's talking about hmm. i think he's talking about that negative feedback loop that you can get sometimes when you turn off a car uh and the radio doesn't turn off or the high level to low level doesn't turn off at the right speed as it were yes as the car and sometimes you'll get a whoop Sometimes you'll get a, you know, funky sound. Yes. Uh, sometimes it will, if the, if the loop stays on, uh, you get that, sounds like the car's going to freaking explode. Yes, 
Correct. Um, so with the audio control, it has the GTO circuit, which is the great turn-on circuit. Mm-hmm. And that's designed to use the signal from the speaker that's coming into it, read that, and turn on the product. It sends a, an output to go to the amplifier and the epicenter. It's not 100%. Yes. As we found out uh, a week ago. Yes. Um, it's not 100%. And we knew it wasn't 100% because we'd, we've had other cases where it wasn't. And it's, it's heartbreaking. But sometimes what you have to do is you have to find an accessory in the car. Yeah. And for this person, I would probably suggest doing that first. Is instead of If you're not using an accessory, if you're using the GTO, turn the GTO off, go find an accessory, bring that into the LC2i, and see if that fixes the problem. Yeah. Um, the other thing, too, is to make sure that you're using the full range output out of the LC2i and not the base output. Because if you're going into an epicenter, you don't need AccuBase and um, an epicenter. I think. Well, okay, you could do it. Yes. I mean, you technically could do it because it's going to fix the base roll off. Um, yeah, I guess you could do it. It'd just be really, you'd really have to be on point setting that up. I mean, really on point. So, I mean, if you you definitely want an RTA or have the most amazing yeah, ears ever, yeah. you're going to need a little bit more tools. Setting up AccuBase is not the easiest thing in the world to do. Yeah. Um, all right, what do you got? You got a question okay, for me? Okay. Um, it's just just like a comment. Um, let's see. Uh, what a, what do you think about wireless backup cameras? So, when we first started reviewing backup cameras, we bought that wireless backup camera system. And we were going to test it out. Mm-hmm. And we had every intentions of testing it out. Correct. We were talking about testing it. And then Costco, which is right down the street yes. from us, uh, they are with 12-volt something. I don't know. One of the one of the random installer things. Mm-hmm. And we're part of that group. And we were okayed, I guess, by them to install those. So we started putting them in. And they were fine. And I think they're, you know, and they had improved a lot since the last time I did them. And we never got around to doing our test because Paul went ahead and sold it. (laughs) Yes. So what do I think of those type of systems? I I like them. I I think they have their place. I think they're not any easier to install. And if you're going to do an aftermarket radio, then there's no reason whatsoever to do a wireless camera system. You just do a wired camera system. Unless you're a novice and you're trying to put something in like a motorhome or a backup a trailer. Like we have a couple guys that want that put them on trailers. Mm-hmm. So it went all the way to the back of the trailer and they put the receiver in the car and plugged it into the aftermarket radio. That worked great. Um, it's not 100%. Yes. You know, but it worked good enough for them. Yeah. Just keep in mind, uh, if you get, like, I don't know. Yes, exactly. I mean, don't, I mean, I don't know. Don't complain. (laughs) It's just like, you you just But to me, if if you have a car where you have, you know, if if, if, if it's a passenger vehicle, I would always go with a wired backup camera. Oh, yeah, definitely. The only time I would do wireless is a very specific, maybe a motorhome or something like a trailer. And now that we talk about backup cameras, um, like this early guy, uh, oh, geez, that you know, guy? he's like, I, oh. I, I get this, I get this camera for, uh, I think $15. Yeah. And I'm like, oh me, that's great. If you, if you use, you just want that camera for a little bit, you know? So to tell the whole, to, to back that story up a little bit, and then we'll wrap this show up, is the customer had like a Nissan Rogue, 
and he paid us to put a, a radio, radio in it. Mm-hmm. Um, so we we got it all in there, soldered it all up, test taped the whole thing, and yeah. he's like, I think I want to get a backup camera. Mm-hmm. And we quoted him for a backup camera, and he was like, wow. And I'm like, well, you know, we only carry the good backup cameras because, you know, we, we don't want headaches. So, like you said, he went and found his, and then he watched our video on how to install a backup camera, and something was lost in the translation. Correct. Which happens, uh, and we know it happens, yeah. and that's why we came out with the second video yeah. on how to install a backup camera. Yes. And that's why anytime we're doing a backup camera, we always talk about a backup camera because it's, a, it's, it's one of those things that... It, it's, it's like just, a misunderstanding. Yeah, it's just, I don't know. I, don't I know. see a red wire, so yeah. I have to put it in and here. And they're not making it easy. Yes, on us. so correct. So he went ahead and and tried to do it himself, and I just don't understand why you would spend two days trying to do something and ruin your car. Oh yeah, totally. He totally ruined his car. Yes. Totally cut into the harness to save a hundred bucks. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, at the end of the day, saved, I mean, I get it. It's a hundred bucks, but two days what of your life doing? is not worth a hundred bucks. Well, I mean, okay, that's fine. But if you're not doing nothing the rest of the day, um, that's fine. You can do it yourself, no problem. But just try to do it right. You know, like he pulled the grommet from the back door oh, out and yeah. run the cable right there with a the big the gr- loom. And didn't put the grommet back in. And he don't put the the grommet because you can. And it he rains. put a big loom in there. It so for two I days. told him, you know, it's gonna rain. You're gonna get water. He's like, yeah, yeah, I know that. I'm like, uh. there you go. You know, that's why like it's good to expand, expand a uh, hundred bucks, and you don't get those problems. I agree. But hey, you know, every you got to take chances, and I yeah, mean, you got to learn. If uh, if I would have spent a hundred bucks back in 1990 to have someone put my radio on, I wouldn't be here today talking to you. Right, but back in the day, I mean. Oh yeah, okay. Know, back in the day when yes. we had uh, we had stone chisels and uh, you know. Yeah, that was not. <laughs> right now we have all the tools that you need. So yeah, I had a screwdriver and a pair of pliers. Correct. Saying? Okay, awesome. All right, guys. That brings this show to an end. Thanks so much for listening and tuning in on episode one of the Car Audio Talk with Dean and Fernando, the podcast version. Hopefully it will get better. I know it'll get better. Everything gets better. Yeah, I mean, if you guys listen to this, um, just let us know what's going on. Yeah. and If you like it. If um, you had a question, you know, ask us on something, and hopefully maybe next time your question will get answered. And don't forget to uh, to review this podcast on iTunes or uh, Podbean. For you. Yeah. yeah, if you found so, it on Podbean. Yeah, yeah. just um, give some stars. Uh, give it and, some love. Yes. And don't forget, if you're new to the channel or new to us, we have the YouTube channel at 5 Star Car Stereos. You can also follow us on Facebook, there yep. again, at 5 Star Car Stereo, and Instagram, of yes. course. Everyone's there. All right, guys, as we like to say, thank you as always. You guys have a great night, and we'll see you later next time. Bye.